Hey guys, welcome back to the channel. The draft is not far away, it's under a week in fact, and I haven't done a video yet on St Kilda's draft strategy, overall draft picks, what we could get, so I thought today would be a good day to do that. I'm going to get straight into it, we're going to talk about the draft picks we've got um, and where we sit in the overall draft hand. Um, so straight off the bat, we've got pick 9, which could be pushed to pick 10, then 28, 32, 47, 73 and 81, but I don't really think those are ever really relevant. Those are probably just be um, skipped. So 9, 28, 32, 47 are the real ones that we'll focus on today. We'll start off with pick 9 and obviously what that might get us. I've done a bit of research here. There's, there's some really good websites that outline the top 50, the projected top 50. Um, and some of them are, are quite consistent, so I'm going to use that as a basis. I guess it's first good to identify what we want out of the draft, and I think with the, the way our list is looking, we just want the best available. We want good midfield talent. We want good midfield depth. I think a key defender would be good or another tall young defender coming through would be great. And potentially, if there is later in the draft, which I think there might be, another Ruckman uh, to support Rowan Marshall. We've got Jack Hayes coming back. But obviously, Paddy Wright is retired, so I think that having some sort of stability there, whether, you know, just in case we lose a Ruckman, fingers crossed we don't, but in case we do, we've got someone that's capable to come in and, and play play a role next year. So in terms of pick nine, I think obviously my pick is Matthias Philippou, although I've heard he's done a tour of Essendon or he's met with Essendon, so I think Essendon are a chance to nab him at, I think, pick five or six, whatever they've got. Um, so if he's not available, I'd like to think that uh, McKenzie will be the next one in line. Obviously, two very good midfielders in their own right. So those are kind of the two for me. In terms of pick 28, we jump straight to that. I think there's a couple of options here. I think um, Ollie Hotton is Sandringham Dragons. I think he's a good get. Midfield forward, he's a classy midfielder, but he can also kick goals. He's on the shorter side, but I think that, you know, we've got Butler, we've got Higgins, but I think we're always open to having um, another pressure forward there or and a midfielder that, you know, that has the flexibility of, of doing both jobs. Um, his projected range is around 28 to 30. Um, so I think that he'll be right in that section for us. I think the other one is definitely um, Charlie Clark, who again is is Sandringham Dragons, 182 centimeters. He's more of a goal sneak than Ollie Hotton. Ollie Hotton lean is leaning more towards a midfielder, whereas Charlie Clark's more of that pure forward. He's chase and kick goals. So I think that he's he's kind of that role player that I, I'd you know I think Ross Lyon would definitely mold into um, quite a good player. He played 15 games in the NAB League. He averaged 1.9 goals a game, which is pretty damn good, nearly two goals a game, and 18.6 disposals. So he actually was averaging more disposals than Ollie Hotton, who was more uh, pure mid um, compared to him. Now, in terms of pick 32, the clear one for me, I, I think, would be really good, is Max Grzewski. Uh He's 193 centimeters. He's Oakley Chargers utility, um, and he's probably one of the more versatile players in the draft. A lot of people liken him to Jeremy Howe or James Sicily, even Josh Battle. Um, and obviously, with Josh Battle, it's a bit frustrating. We kind of threw him around in different positions. But I think these are handy plays to have. And the fact that we've got Brendan Goddard back and he's coaching and he was that sort of utility that could go forward, go mid, um, go back. You know, I think that having that sort of guy um, at the club now to, to guide these sort of plays, maybe, ha you know, go and have a chat to Josh Battle, go and potentially work with someone like Max Krasuski would be really exciting. He will fall right in our range. Ethan Phillips is another one. Um, although I think he'll probably 
be pushed back um, to more the 47, but 32, I think Max Krasuski would be excellent. Now for 47, Ethan Phillips is, is a good pick for me. Main reason is he's, he's completely different to the other guys I've just mentioned. He is that sort of mature age key defender that I think would be handy to have. He's back end of the draft around the 47 to 50 range. We're right there. At 23 years of age, I think he could come straight in and be a ready-made defender. That's the benefit. We've had success with players like him in previous drafts. Obviously, Jack Hayes being another one that was mature age. Ruckman, a big man. We've handled them quite well. He averaged 11.5 intercept possessions a game, 5.1 intercept marks a game over 15 games, which is really good. Um, and I think he's got a lot of the qualities that, you know, the, the more depth down back we have, the better. You know, we've got Wilkie, we've got Dugs, we've got Battle, Caulfield's coming back, Highmore. We need depth in key positions, and this is the most important position to me on the ground. We can't afford to get too many injuries in the back line. Our back line is probably our strength at the moment, but if we lose one or two key players, if we lose Cal Wilkie for four or five weeks, how do we go? If we lose Dugs for four or five weeks... That's that's tough if we don't get someone in. We got Zane Cordy. I know some people will say, Jakey, we got Zane Cordy. He's more of an intercept. I think that this guy is more of your key defender. He's got good intercept stats, but he's a big boy, and I think he could definitely take a fullback position. Now I mentioned also that we were looking maybe for a ruckman, and this is right at the end of the draft. So we might, you know, if we don't get Ethan Phillips and we're around that pick 47 and this guy's available, I think it'd definitely be worth looking at. And that's Will Varel. I think that's how you pronounce it. He had a very, very good 2021 um, for South Adelaide. Um, he's, he's seriously athletic. He's 199 centimeters. He's a big boy. He's a ruck forward. Um, and some people might know him because he was the ruckman that basically fed um, Jason Horn Francis when they were playing together. Um, that's kind of his big season in 2021, although for most of 2022, he's been injured, unfortunately. But we've had a good history of drafting players that have had high ceilings but have been injured. Rowan Marshall, Jack Hayes, these sort of guys. I think it's definitely worth the risk. Um, like I said, we've got, obviously, we've kept Tom Campbell. We've got um, Rowan Marshall. We've got Jack Hayes, and then we've obviously got Max Heath, but he's very raw still and probably will stay more at Sandy. I think that it's it's fine to, to go into a season with another Ruckman. I think the fact that he can play forwards really handy as well, um, and he's athletic. He's not your standalone Ruckman that can't do anything else around the ground. This guy can get the ball. He's got very, very good around-the-ground ability. And at 199 centimeters, him with Max King down forward, if we needed to rotate with Rowe, is a dangerous combination. A dangerous combination. So he's already got the size. He's got the athleticism. He's a big boy, and he can play forward, and he can play ruck. I think that's a really, really good pick around that 47 to 55 range if he falls um, and no other club needs him. So yeah, Sainers, that's kind of my quick rundown. Hopefully you enjoyed it. If you did, please like the video. Please comment your thoughts as well. Of the, is there other players around those draft picks that I forgot to mention? There's a lot of actually surprisingly pretty good players later in the draft um, that we could definitely, that could be available at those later picks, 28, 32, 47. I think those picks are almost as you know um, important as nailing 9 and 10 because I think 9 nine slash 10 we're going to get right regardless. I think we'll be very unlucky if one of Philippou and McKenzie aren't available at that pick. Um, but outside of that, let me know your thoughts. We've got nine, we've got 28, 32, 47, 73, 81, but we don't really count those. Let me know your thoughts um, on those and who you think we'll select. And most importantly, as I mentioned in my last video, 
If we hit 5,000 subscribers by January 1st, 2023, I will give away a free St. Kilda membership for next season to a lucky subscriber at random. So if you're watching this and you enjoyed it, hit subscribe and you could go into the running to win a 2023 membership if we hit 5,000 by next year. So I'll leave it there, Sainers. Thank you very much for watching. Fingers crossed we nail the draft. I'm confident we will. I'm backing the boys. I reckon they're going to get the players we need. And I'll be back next week to dissect that in full. So until then, Sainers, take care of yourselves. Enjoy the rest of your week. And as always, go you mighty Sainers. See you guys. (laughs) 